Hello and welcome to the Jones Inc. for Sports podcast. You might be noticing, as I mentioned in the last pod, not a whole lot of sports to be enjoyed at the moment. Michigan hockey just saw a brutal end to their fantastic postseason run. The Masters are over. Every Michigan team that you can really think of is kind of spiraling or sputtering right now. Not a whole lot to do. Even the pre-spawn that I mentioned, the fish are still deep. If you're in the Michigan, Indiana area, you got to wait a little bit. They're kind of tough to find. But you have to worry no longer because you have found yourself in the perfect place to cure those springtime sports blues. Because we have the perfect cure for you. You probably thought we forgot, but we have the Jonesing TV Madness selection show to get started here tonight. So if you've been looking forward to that, if you thought we forgot, we have it for you right here to now. So don't go anywhere because we're going to get into that sweet goodness right now. You snap right in my action. That energy. Yeah, I'm going to have to, I'm going to need you to just like close the little, what do you even call that for the, you know, the action clappers? The clickety clacks. Yeah, uh, you saw the clickety clacks and went, you were ready to go. It worked. I was like, <laughs> it's been a minute since I've just had to sit there and think. Like, I just didn't have anything to say, but that really worked. I might have to have you do that more often. I was really impressed. You might have a future on TV code. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> you uh, don't see all the bloopers. <laughs> uh, we don't have a mailbag per se this week, but just some fun kind of personal story time stuff to kick us off. Uh, Code, how's your back? It's been better, Trev. <laughs> it's been better. Uh, I I almost feel like the proper way to introduce that story is to come from your perspective. <laughs> yeah. So Brandon, uh, last night, it's I don't know, maybe eleven thirty, eleven forty-five. I'm getting ready to go to bed. Like I had just said my goodnights, and then all of a sudden I hear a knock on my door. <laughs> I'm like, what? And I'm like, yeah. But he goes, can I come in? I'm like, yeah. And he opens the door, and he's on his knees at the door. <laughs> Bro, and I've he's been just there. Like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, are you okay? What's going on? He's like, dude, I'm so scared. And I didn't, I didn't know if it was his back or like something scary happened. Like he was hiding from someone. So my thoughts were all over the place. That's happened before. <laughs> yeah. We're not sharing that. <laughs> yeah, because he's just like, dude, I was so scared. I was like, what? What happened? He's like, I couldn't, I couldn't get out of bed. My back just started spasming and oh. just so much pain. And I was like, yeah, dude, I've heard back spasms are. Hor- I haven't had back spasms, but from what I witnessed Don't last try night, it. it's horrible. So Cody's on his hands and knees, crawls to the side of my bed. And he has his hands like on my bed, like just propped up, and he's just like shaking out of pain. And <laughs> I was like, "Bro, stay as long as you need to." So he just kind of propped himself up on the ground, and we watched a weird anime for about forty-five minutes. It went pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a good choice. Ultimately, uh, he was able to make it back to his bed, so that's good. Um, on one of our kayaking trips, I found this big beaver stick—a stick that this beaver. <laughs> chewed up and left on the bank and it looked really cool so i grabbed it and cody last night was like do we have anything i could use as like <laughs> to help me get up or like kind of get around and i that beaver stick worked perfectly that's been my walking stick <laughs> yeah, i think i saw you using it today too yeah it got me uh it got me to the chiropractor today um <laughs> and that with that i don't know if like oh 
And then at like 3 a.m., I, t- I told God, I'll leave my door cracked. Like, he's in the bedroom right across the hall. It's like, if you need anything, uh, just yell at me. And at like 3 a.m., I hear like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> And I, was, and I couldn't hear it great, so I like got out of bed and walked to his door. I was like, "Code, did you call me? Are you okay?" And he goes, "I was listening, to, I was listening to Dave Chappelle, and I started laughing, and it hurt my back so bad." But I couldn't stop laughing. It was so funny. It was actually brutal. Um, but I couldn't fall asleep. Um, you know, in the past when I've just tried to drift off to sleep, I love listening to comedians. I think that's a lot of fun. Um, I listened to his full his full special. It was not difficult. I wasn't tired in the slightest. But yeah, every every laugh was agony. Uh, <laughs> so I had to I had to choose them sparingly. I'd let it build up until it was just like I couldn't anymore, and I'd spend it on a really good joke, and then I'd try and stay quiet a little bit longer. Um, you should have went the opposite route and put on something like heart wrenching, like Attack on Titan or yeah, Dear John. Yeah, would be also bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And I, I couldn't put myself through that. Um, you know, I've been constantly trying to counter those different feelings. So, like, I went to the chiropractor today. Still oh, fe- you did go? Still felt like crap afterwards. And I was sad, so I got Maria's. And then I felt better. <laughs> in my head, not in my back. Um, if anything, it's probably going to make my back feel worse. Because um, they give you so much food. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess I want to start off the story by saying, um, you know, I'm thankful that we live in a time where you can really identify as anything. I identify as a 60 year old man. And I I have proof of that because I've had these lower back issues. And it hasn't been too much of an issue. It's just like, I'll, I'll wheeze, like getting into chairs and out of chairs. Um, <laughs> I don't actually wheeze, but like, I, it's like, it's a little stiff. And I'm, I like second guess whether or not I'm going to do something super active. Like over the past couple of months, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go play basketball right now. I just feel so tight. But last night I'm in bed and I'm trying to sleep. It's like well past my bedtime, but I just like wasn't super comfortable. But then all of a sudden everything seizes up. Oh. And <laughs> if I even tried to turn from one side to the other, my spine would just like, it was like it was getting electrocuted. And it was like, no, you stay on that side. You don't get to flip around. So I was trying to like lower my legs out of bed. And because a lower back thing, any leg movement is awful. It's awful. (laughs) So I tried to lower my legs off the bed. And then all of a sudden it would just start flaring up. It's like, nope, can't do it. And so then it took me a good like 15 minutes. I was able to worm out of bed, Uh, but I couldn't get to my feet. So yeah, I groveled over to Trav's door. (laughs) And um, also prior to that, I, I was in pain. I was in bed. But then all of a sudden, I just start shivering. And it's like, I was not cold. I was in my covers. I felt warm, not feverish. But it was, I was just shivering and I couldn't stop it. And then I realized it was my back. And it was just like convulsing. Um, I was like, oh, so this is what it's like to have a back spasm. Don't recommend it. Uh, It's not super fun. (laughs) But I was like, I don't know what's going to happen next. This is uncharted territory. I'm also 26. Like, this shouldn't be happening. Uh, I don't want to be alone right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I eventually got out of my bed, um, just shaking like crazy, crawled over to Trav's door, knocked, and that's where we begin our story. And then we watched anime together for a little bit. Uh, to tell you how bad this is for Code, today he was uh, he texted me uh, about uh, some like fitness goals, and he ended like started it with. As long as this disease doesn't take my legs. 
<laughs> I was trolling through Instagram and I found like this dude who's a disc golfer um, that I didn't know about before. And I was like, I just want to look like that one day. And then I was like, I realized like, I'm just on the floor right now. Can't even walk. And I was like, maybe one step at a time. We'll, <laughs> we'll worry about other things first. Um, but yeah, I went to the chiropractor. We did a lot. I got, um, I guess for anybody wondering what might be going on, I got some alignment issues. Hips are out of alignment. Got a vertebrae that's like front to back a little bit out of place. Um, so they did some decompression, did some adjustments. If anybody's big into those chiropractic videos, like I am, they did some of those where like they'll grab your knee and twist you over and that like cracks everything in your low back. Um, did they do the head thing where they like tie i've always wanted the y strap yeah Um, i didn't ask him to uh maybe one day if it's like this just becomes my life i'd be like hey (laughs) can we do that thingy um but no there was a lot of stuff that i wanted but i was wasn't about to tell them how to do their job especially for my first time there um but i will also say i've always wanted to get adjusted like that but i never imagined it under these circumstances so because of that it wasn't near as fun like the one where they grab your knee and kind of twist you over. Like it was very uncomfortable just because of the pain I'm in. And he cracked me real good, but it like, it was like, yeah, it, it, it was okay. But the one I really liked was like, he just grabbed my head and just twisted and cracked everything in the base of my skull. Um, if I told this him was I, the movies, you'd be dead. Right. It, no, that was the killing. That was a silent takedown uh, for sure. <laughs> but because he's a doctor, it was good. Uh, and because it's real life. And it's actually really hard to break people's necks. In case you didn't know that, the movies lie to you. Um, Did he tell you that? He didn't tell you that. Don't worry, it's really hard to break people's necks. (laughs) No. So, like, I'm one of those weirdos that loves chiropractic videos. And watching those always made me wonder, like, are chiropractors, like, low-key really scared of accidentally just killing somebody with an adjustment like that? And while you do have to be really careful with your movements, from what I've seen from chiropractors online, is like, yeah, that's it's nothing like the movies. You you wouldn't be able to do really what they do. Um, it'd be very difficult to, but they're not worried about doing that. You still have to be careful with like your adjustments, but it's not like, oh, I adjusted him wrong. He's dead now. Like, it, I don't think it's a, a margin that that's that's that thin. <laughs> but yeah, he cracked everything in the base of my skull, and then he grabbed it the other way to try and twist the other way. I was like, there's no way you get anything after that, and it cracked just as much the other way. <laughs> And he's like, okay, that, that should take care magical. of your headaches. And I was like, well, that was neat. I didn't even come here for the headaches. I just mentioned it, but I've always, I had to, because I've always wanted that. Yeah, dude, you do get a lot of headaches. I so do. That could be awesome. So, so yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I got to go back tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Well, but, we're glad you're here, Code. Yeah, long just, story short. <laughs> it's uh, been a journey. Sacrificing the legs to be here. Uh, we're going to get to the meat of this pod, but you brought up like your sick fascination with chiropractic videos Mm -hmm. do you guys have any other sick fascination like videos you watch i've got a lot (laughs) yeah so i i i mean i guess i'll start with brand i've been talking a lot do you have any brand uh i don't know that they would fit the criteria of what you're talking about uh so i'll just let you guys go for it i guess i don't know if that made it on the screen but there was a fly and i I totally you caught it. Snatch it out of the air like it was the most <laughs> casual thing. And uh, you just let it go, super zen like. I wasn't a hundred percent sure it was in my hand. <laughs> with uh Cody's um disability, your senses are heightened now. 
You're like a seeing eye dog or something. <laughs> uh, my favorite weird fascination lately is toenail videos. Like, oh, no. Like, no. Uh, podiatrists, like people who go in and just have gnarliest toenails, and they just flip them and grind them down into normal. And it's so fascinating because it's so gross. And then they get them to look normal. I can't I can't judge too much because I do have one that's pretty gross. Um, I will say, like, I don't I don't watch them often. It's not like a routine before bed or anything like that. But if it pops up, I'll watch it. Pimple popping videos. No, you get a you get a good removal. It's like there's something so satisfying about it. But at the same time, that's where I started. Um, you're on your it's that's a gateway drug to other uh weird fascination videos like toenails well snapchat's <laughs> done a good job of turning me off of that because <coughs> they will put together those stories and with a with a removal video you have to get all of it it's all about the satisfying nature of just like all right it's gone now but they will cut them short mm-hmm. or they will just do like super unsatisfying pulls. And it's like, this is awful. Yep. <laughs> this is like those videos where somebody like, you know, um, the anti-symmetry videos where something is just not right or just unsettling in a way. Like somebody takes their like a foot with socks and like just dips it in a toilet or something <laughs> like that. Or I don't, I don't know, doing something like, you know what I'm talking about? Maybe not with that example. <laughs> um, but there's videos of people just doing things that are unsettling. That's like, stop that. Um, yeah, okay, so like you have like a birthday cake and you're cutting it up evenly into slices. And then the last one, you just overlap and then <laughs> cut. Me. Yeah, and like Dude, anti-symmetry. There's the perfect example that there's a robot who does drawings. Yes, that. <laughs> it's just exactly. like perfect ge- geometry type drawings with like perfect shapes. And as it gets to the last connecting piece, it just does it a little bit off. Oh, <laughs> why would you? No, I love it because it everyone's just—it's like but... nails on a chalkboard to people. Exactly, <laughs> it drives views though. Yep, it gets Cody. I I sent you something. I just I want you to to show Travis. Uh, it doesn't have to be uh, like take time on the pod. I just know that, <laughs> I know that you're into it. <laughs> That's not for me. <laughs> But Travis said, is getting excited a little bit over you here. Just because you were the, the Shocking. closer con- contact, it was just for speed. But uh, <laughs> that is my toe without a toenail. Uh, I have seen that before, actually. I was, I was maybe, thinking we maybe shouldn't maybe. tell people what it was just for con- leave, leave the people guessing. <laughs> well, you gonna... sent that reaction oh, from yeah. us. <laughs> we should have. Cut yeah. it out. Subscribe, subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> That that definitely exists at yeah. this current moment. Um, I do have one more. Log on to our uh, Discord and we'll tell you what Brandon sent a picture of. Uh, I do have one more weird thing that I I, I will say it's more of like I'm at the gateway because it's they don't show up in my algorithm, but every once in a while when I'm hanging out with Taylor too much, it will. It's a uh, hoof scraping videos. Those are so good. You ever see those brands? They're so yeah. good. There'll uh, be like a nail in there or an abscess or something. And it's like, oh, that poor thing must be in so much pain. And then they scrape it out and like they scrape out a lot. And it's so satisfying. I just don't that... understand how a creature could have such poor design. <laughs> Are you blaming God? 
man, mankind, because we have domesticated horses. Do wild horses have those issues? Doubt it. So what we do I mean, with probably... horseshoes, uh, it's just like I don't what, doubt what it. we've done with, with small dogs and bulldogs and all these terrible breeds of dogs. We've, we have made abominations of, of what the true original creature was. So uh, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. My, Wild horses my... still got hooves. <laughs> they got hooves. They got hooves. <laughs> Uh, Nobody knows. I forgot. I forgot that's an inside joke. <laughs> yeah, we say it so often. I thought that was a no, real. It's, it's not a meme. Like a real meme. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's just our thing. What are you doing, goat? We're we're gonna find out. Do do wild horses have hoof problems like the uh, domestic horses do? Well, but, I doubt uh, that they're stepping on nails. Um, I know, but like, no. do they have feet problems? Because a real horse, a real horse, a domestic horse. <laughs> has issues if you don't address you know clean off their 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 shoes and sand them and whatever they do so uh i i have a suspicion i'm not a horse expert not no equine philosophizer but uh i just (laughs) i'm I'm upset about the things that we have done you know your scientists they they were so preoccupied with whether they could they didn't stop to think if they should and i think we've done that I don't know about you guys, but this is exactly the way I thought this part would go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hooves are animal toenails, which is weirder to watch. You know what? Speaking of, uh, <laughs> speaking of that, so I just said it's bad design. I, I apparently I have bad design. My toenail didn't work, so put me down. A, turn me into glue. Could your uh, ingrown toenail be a product of your fault, like wearing too small shoes or something? Probably, or just like literally just blowing up in fat. That's just because you're domesticated. <laughs> <laughs> My toe said, what is going on? Can't handle this load. Uh, 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 you were talking la- about algorithms. I just want to throw this out there. So you guys get horse videos or pimple popper videos. I don't know why, because I never search this out. I get all the police brutality videos, and I hate it, but I watch them all. That's why. I'm along. Yeah. <laughs> I'm along the, I've been getting Russia-Ukraine soldier videos. Oh, I get those too. And it, I feel like it shouldn't be on the internet, the things like that oh, are popping brutal. up in that. Yeah, like. Makes drop me a in... grenade on people from a drone. I was just telling you about we those. We can't be talking about this. Gnarly. It's war. It's brutal. It but is, yeah. Yeah, sports it brought podcast. it to light. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, so this is a sports podcast, and the whole po- product today is TV bracket. <laughs> I mean, not that like we can't talk about important topics, I guess. Um, I mean, that's still very important, but yeah, that just took such a left turn. <laughs> Uh, I was like, we gotta stop things. We're talking about Ukraine, Ukraine and Russia now. Those like, are buzzwords. Uh, yeah, Cody maybe... said who he identifies as earlier. Yeah. We've said Ukraine and Russia. Uh, this is for sure getting tagged on YouTube. This is getting unmonetized. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Patreon's for, so hit us up. All right. Code, I think it's time. 
Well, it is not time. Oh, it's <laughs> not time. Because this was just shooting the breeze. <laughs> we still got some rapid reactions for y'all um, in lieu of the mailbag because we don't have any questions to ask. That doesn't stop there from still being content that's worth discussing that's happening around our sports world that we want to still address, even if we don't necessarily have enough time to give a full episode or segment to it. So we will cover all of those in a segment we are calling Rapid Reactions. So I'm going to go ahead and just lay a nice little smorgasbord out for you guys. We got time to talk about hooves, but not about this stuff. I mean, if you wouldn't have said it, <laughs> I know. people would have let it flow under the radar. But yeah, that's pretty poor, isn't it? <laughs> that's okay. We got a long off season. I'm sure we're going to touch base on a lot of this stuff. Still. Exactly. Exactly. Some of this stuff is just not the the right season. Um, so we will inevitably return back to it. But we want to make sure that we try and cover things as they happen as well. Uh, so one of those being probably uh, most recently the Lions dealing Jeff Akuda for a fifth-round draft pick to the Atlanta Falcons. What are your guys' initial reactions to that? My name's Jeff. <laughs> we are on it tonight. Trav, back to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I was clever enough, I was going to stay on Brandon's <laughs> road there. But I'll give a real answer, I guess, because the brain's just not working. Um it's just a. If you're gonna st- <laughs> if you're gonna stay on brand, you would have had to have done your best Mexican accent. Oh, um, I was going and for it. That, I mean, if we weren't tagged already, <laughs> like we would, that just take us even lower. Uh, it's just an indictment of the old regime of the Lions that this guy that we drafted so high. Our return for him is a fifth rounder, which, you know what? We got somebody in this Lions leadership. They get some good players in these late drafts. So, yep. Okuda, the guys we got this offseason, uh, Okuda lost his starting spot. This was his last year before uh, his rookie contract was up. So, I like it. I wanted more, but I'm fine with it. Yeah. Uh, Cody, do you remember the text I sent in regards to your comment that we got okuda for a fifth round pick no do you have it offhand because i could read it oh i, I got it i just want to know if you remember go ahead i don't remember Cody opens his phone and all i see is the picture you sent <laughs> <laughs> you should make that your wallpaper um, <laughs> that won't happen can you make that our intro screen no <laughs> we get tagged again boom 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 you Giant, gotta blur it gross um content warning so Cody sends to the group chat, basically, for a fifth rounder, like third pick overall to fifth round. And uh, <laughs> my response was, I truly believe that people like Bob Quinn oh, yeah. <laughs> and Al Avila should serve jail time. <laughs> you think about the damage they have done to our teams to the city's teams i mean you think okay martha firestone ford is the owner of the lions like technically but the lions belong to detroit and to the state of michigan and to all the people who have suffered for years cheering on this franchise and yet we're loyal fans we watch all the games, especially you know on Thanksgiving, everyone still thinks we're gonna win, and uh, 
then they go and do crap like turn a third overall pick into a, a fifth round pick three years down the road. So, uh, Bob Quinn, you're a bum. And if it was up to me, if I was a judge, you would be in jail because you have committed crimes against the entire state of Michigan and to all those fans uh, across the USA. So that's my opinion on it. However, like Travis, I do like the move because it makes sense with the current roster. So with the the signings of Mosley and Sutton, I just think that he was not going to play much. He was coming off the bench, and there's really no point in that. You can save money by dealing him. And if you look at similar cornerback, like in a sense not similar, but other cornerback deals, uh, Stephon Gilmore was traded for a fifth-round pick. Jeff Okuda is not Stephon Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Ramsey just this offseason was dealt for a third-round pick. And a lot of people think that Jalen Ramsey is one of the best corners in the league. So while, yes, the pain is there because he was a third overall pick, which is supposed to – and also if you look at the guys picked after him, just don't do it if you if you don't want to feel pain. But that pick should have been awesome, and now we're getting a fifth rounder mm-hmm. for it, which is a terrible return. But it's a return, so I'm okay with it. Moving on. I'm going to be a little bit contrarian here. Um, I, I actually understand the move. Saving money, he wasn't going to get playing time. You're getting something for him. That that makes sense to me. I get it. Uh, the thing that I think, like, I don't like Bob Quinn. I'm not pro Bob Quinn. But at the time, I don't think, at least I wasn't one, that saw Jeff Akuda. Terrible pick. We don't need a cornerback. He was the best one in the draft. Um we thought that he was nearly going to be generational talent at the cornerback position. Um, And so it bothers me when GMs make a huge swing when you have such a high pick and then it doesn't pan out. I don't think we were all super quick to jump off the Akuda pick bandwagon when it happened, but it just was one that didn't really seem to pan out. It ultimately just kind of leaves a really bad taste in my mouth because I feel like Akuda really got a terrible start to his tenure yeah, in Detroit, but last with his injuries and like cornerback, that's the toughest position to make the transition from college to the pros. Um, if not quarterback, unless you're sauce Gardner, unless you're sauce Gardner for sure. So I don't know Patrick anything Sertain. sauce Gardner. Okay. <laughs> there are people that can do it, but it's doesn't take away from the fact that it's extremely, extremely difficult. Even if you're an athletic freak, it's so hard to do because the athletic freaks on the other side of the line of scrimmage in the NFL are also that much faster and that much better at their jobs. So he got a tough start with injuries and just acclimating to the position. Last season wasn't that bad. Like, he was making progress. And I'm just disappointed I don't get to see another year out of him because I think this could have been a year that he was really able to take his to elevate his game. But it makes sense. It just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It feels yucky that we're getting a fifth for a third overall. But for all the things that Bob Quinn did, I don't think that's the indictment on his uh, his terrible reign over Detroit. Yeah, com- coming out, I agree. I thought that he would be a good corner. At the same time, in general, the value at the position, I'm all about value in my draft strategy. Mm-hmm. The they basically <clears throat> they basically had to draft a corner because they were on they. They didn't want Darius Slay, who was their current number one corner. So that's just more more an indictment of Bob Quinn, in my opinion, because 
they were forced to take a chance on a rookie at pick number three when they had a number one corner, like an all pro corner that they just couldn't get along with for whatever reason. So and that's I an indictment. Not... That's an indictment on Matt Patricia, who was hired by Bob Quinn. Yes. But Patricia pushed him out. Patricia's worthless. Um, you know, so I, I mean, yeah, that was a terrible hire, but that wasn't Basically, just all on Bob Quinn either. Yeah, what I'm saying is that it's it's the classic mystery box where they were hoping to get right. that number one corner. They had a number one corner, but Jeff Okuda, shiny new mystery box, mm-hmm. guess what? He could be a number one corner, or he could be a bust, which at this point in his career he is. Uh, and I, I expect that he'll he'll rebound in Atlanta. I don't yeah. know if he'll, if he'll ever maybe scratch the – the surface of what we thought initially, but I think he could still, you know, have a serviceable career where he, he plays and makes impact. All right. I hope he does. I'd like to remind the panelists that this is rapid reactions. Yeah, we are getting right into this. (laughs) So, um, we'll move it along next on the docket for rapid reactions. Michigan recently just brought in Caleb love guard from North Carolina in the transfer portal. What are your initial thoughts to that acquisition and also your current investment level in this Michigan basketball team in light of that? I'm going to go first because I know Brandon's investment answer, I think, Uh, because I want to give some upbeatness to start. I'm excited about what Juwan Howard's doing in the transfer portal and reshaping this team. Doesn't mean they're going to be good. I don't know. Probably not. But uh, it's a lot better than where they were a few weeks ago. And Juwan Howard is very good at the transfer portal. So it's got me excited about that. Caleb Love fits Juwan Howard pretty well. I'm a little nervous. There's a chance he could be Jet Howard 2.0. But Mm -hmm. he uh, is proven a little bit more on the big stage and has hit some big shots. Michigan struggles with big shots at the end of games. Uh, Love has been known to hit some big shots. I I like it. I'm excited. I specifically love that he, he hit the shot that ended Coach K's career. Mm-hmm. Like that's cold, and he's and now he's our guy. Now. Like that's our guy. So say what you want about him, character issues, or having a little bit of an off year last year. Still averaged sixteen and a half points per game last year. He's gonna be a big spark to this team. Whatever this team's gonna look like, it's still a mystery box at this point. But I'm honestly, I'm more excited about the transfer portal than I am to watch basketball next year. I'm just like, what's gonna happen next? It's kind of fun, and this <laughs> is what Juwan does best. So. For now, he's what we need, but as Brandon said, he does have to lead after that part. You do, at some point, still have to be the head coach and carry these guys through to some victories at the end of the day. So investment levels and all-time low, even though that is a huge pickup in the transfer portal. But I'd say my intrigue has been peaked. Are we talking transfer portal later, or is this going to be it? No, we'll talk it later. Not in this pod, though. No. Okay. Uh, Just in general... I like the the guys they've added. Love being one of them. I think there's. A, I'm almost penciling in Cleveland from Florida State right now, and I think if you add up, I think there's going to be three or four transfer guys that are going to play a very large amount of minutes next year. So uh, I like that the team has kind of gone from like hopeless to hey, these are all talented guys, and they're not. You, you're not going to have to say there's no chance at all. But with new players comes chemistry issues and uh, other concerns. So I'm not, like, overly invested, but at the same time, I'm like, hey, you know, maybe I can not, you know, just, like, 
skip next year. So <laughs> I'm I'm encouraged. But yeah, we'll we'll see what Juwan's able to do with uh all these moving parts. I do want to say I'll, I've seen that sentiment a lot with a lot of new parts. It's hard to get them to jive. That's a hundred percent true. Uh, LSU women is a good example of making that work. They had so many new parts and they are national champions. Um, it's possible to get your new parts to work together. Um, you, UConn had a lot of new transfers and they won the national championship. So I hate, I feel weird comparing Michigan to two of those teams cause they are not on that level, but with the right guys and if they can mesh, uh, I'm, I'm all in. Um, ready to be hurt. I'm not predicting anything good yet, but I'm intrigued enough to be be there the whole time. Next on the docket, Michigan hockey ends their run through the uh, postseason hockey season in the Frozen Four against the eventual champions, Quinnipiac out of Connecticut, which what a year for Connecticut, man. Winning in hockey, winning it in basketball. Guys, any thoughts just in general about Michigan hockey and uh, their run in the postseason? Uh, Brandon pronounced Quinnipiac correctly. So congratulations, Brandon, from our last episode. You were the closest to correct. Uh, they were awesome, Quinnipiac. Yeah. They uh, just they looked like they had an extra guy on the ice the entire time, mm-hmm. even against uh, Minnesota in the championship. Also, I always cheer for Big Ten, usually, unless it's Ohio State, Michigan State, you know, rivals. But I was not cheering for Minnesota in that championship. Uh, That rivalry in hockey was a lot of fun this year. Minnesota Twitter was talking trash with Michigan Twitter hockey. And uh, so congratulations, Quinnipiac. Uh, they They were the better team. It's hard, though, to see Michigan with all the talent they had not be able to crack through again. And so that's concerning. But again, we got to the Frozen Four two years in a row. Concerning is, I think, an overreach. Getting there is hard to do. You should be happy. But obviously, you want that national champion. So, But at the same time, uh, this is an incredibly young roster, too. I do believe one of the youngest, if not the youngest, in the uh, the entire field for the postseason. So I do think that there will be more runs to come, but certainly heartbreaking. Like if you look over the past few seasons for Michigan hockey, they've had just some, just Michigan in general, getting deep runs in the postseason, but just not quite getting to the end there. So definitely disappointing. Um, But yeah, Trav, Quinnipiac, their defense was so impressive. You just couldn't break them down. It didn't really matter where the puck was, how fast you moved it. It seemed like they always had a cluster of guys that were going to be in between you and the net. And they were able to transition into like a, a breakneck speed, fast-paced uh, counterattack so seamlessly. They were so fun to watch. They were a well-oiled machine. And it was frustrating watching them against Michigan. But I couldn't help but cheer for them against Minnesota, too. And I'm kind of a gopher. Like, I like Minnesota. I mm-hmm. like that it's just way up north, super stinking cold. Like, nobody should ever want to live there. And that makes me like them even more. Um, of course, PJ Fleck and the football team. Like I like Minnesota. Sky Uma, Sky Uma, go Gophers. Um, Sky Uma, row the boat, go Gophers. You gotta add that in there too. <laughs> yep. Um, Good job, but yeah, Fleck. something about Quinnipiac. Their name's really fun to say. I had to look up where they're from. First uh, championship ever. Exactly. Like it's exciting. It's fun to watch. Second year in a row, we've lost the eventual champion. 
the curse is real. You go back with hockey, you go with football, you go with basketball, you go with baseball. Michigan makes the final four in every sport. They get even to the final two, but they can't close the deal. And at this point, I'm not convinced they ever will. Um, If it doesn't happen in football this year, I'm going to have some hard discussions about my fandom because what am I supposed to do? Just be in perpetual agony? This is purgatory, and I'm being punished. (laughs) So uh, Michigan needs to just get across the finish line eventually. Hockey-wise, it was – I mean, they were – playing fast and loose all season long. They had so many games where they're like they should have probably should have lost and then they pulled it out. And they they just couldn't do that, you know, miraculous type game every time. So, uh big takeaway, they have to improve defensively. Uh you can't This is kind of like USC football. Like they were trying to win games 7 to 4, 7 to 5 where a good team like Quinnipiac is going to win games like 3 to 2 or 3 to 1. Uh goalkeeping has to get better. Mm. Uh, Portillo's out. He's assigned a a deal with like a semi-pro team. So whoever comes up next, we'll we'll see how they do. Uh, Hopefully they're just consistent. So I'm gutted, but uh, it was a great season. Very excited about the future of the program. Maybe we'll win someday before I die. (laughs) Two thoughts. Um, So we're going to have to get a lot better at rapid reactions <laughs> this segment has been anything but um and also if you came here to cure your sports blues i'm sorry uh <laughs> you've been, mis- you've been misled segment. it's over no uh that's the pod brand <laughs> says michigan's Let cursed me steal my feelings you- we can't win anything you might as well just give up on michigan i didn't uh, say in the that. meantime we'll talk about uh toes and horse hooves and pimple removal but i lied again because we are gonna cure your sports blues because it's that time folks it is time for the jonesing tv show madness selection show we have put together a field of 68 tv shows and they will battle it out in a traditional march madness style bracket for you, our fans, our friends, family, and beloved followers to vote and determine who will move on to each consecutive round until there is only one. The winner of the Jonesing TV Madness Challenge. And so we will go ahead and show you the regions, the different seeds for these different shows, and show you some of the matchups and what you'll have to look forward to. So many hours of work went into this from you guys. Uh sweat and tears cody in tears from his back last night saying trev and i was like yeah can you look at the bracket to make sure it looks good <laughs> brandon before this episode putting the bracket physically together and words were said anger was flying because brackets are a pain in the butt to build when they're this big uh and effort kudos. from you guys giving us some really good suggestions too um we apologize if not all of them made it into the field Turns out there's a lot of really good dang television out there. And so there might have to be uh, an NIT challenge of all the teams that were left out. I think there could be some real dominant TV shows worth mentioning. But we want to thank you guys for your suggestions as well. And uh, 
don't hate us if maybe your favorite show didn't make it in. We'll discuss the uh, first four out, four-ish out uh, after the bracket. So you let us know if you think they should have made it over. Who? All right. Are you guys ready? I have never been more ready for anything in my entire life. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let me just set the stage uh, because we we talked about this. The, the sadness and I, w- I want to give the proper drop before our spirits are lifted Monday, can we just drop why our are you doing this? this whole before this happened <laughs> I, I, I had 40 bearing, minutes <laughs> i'm bearing my soul to the world monday i woke up in in darkness and i didn't know what was wrong did i not sleep well did I do I need to eat something? Why am I so sad? I I accurately predicted the Masters. I I won my bet with John Rahm. Why am I sad right now? I realized there is like nothing for me sports wise, and I am straight up depressed about it. Uh, <laughs> Tigers. I I don't have cable. I I just canceled a. And YouTube TV doesn't get Tigers, but I just canceled that because March Madness was over. Tigers are uh, two and nine. They just lost tonight about and, ten minutes. And ago. even if I was watching them, they <laughs> suck. Pistons season is over. Uh, obviously, there's there's no uh, football or anything. Spring game happened and came and went. So I'll I, pause I, you there. The Pistons season has just started, Brand. <laughs> <laughs> We've been saying this every year. All right, so <laughs> they do this every year. <laughs> That was I, uh, Sid the Sid Sloth. The sloth. <laughs> oh, I, I know. Okay. It wasn't that good. It was good. I appreciate it. <laughs> so the whole point of this is to bring us out of the muck because some of us, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just a sicko who is dependent on sports for joy. But this is a hopefully helpful distraction for those of us who are a little bit down about the lack of local sports going on right now. And so without further ado... The East Bracket. Mm. Coming in. Let it begin! At the 16 seed, uh, they had to win the Marvel Tournament to get automatic qualifier entry. The Daredevil Series. Ooh. 16 seed. That seems like a high, like, that's a good show. 16 is. Hold up. Hold up. So, mm. we can either cut this or not, but are, are we... Are, so were we not going to have people vote on the play-in game? Uh, so no, because I tried and it cut it out. All right, <laughs> carry on. So who who did Daredevil beat in the play-in yeah, game? Yeah, you should announce that if you can. That uh, might l- let me that try to rub some people the wrong way, but <laughs> oh crap, that's a little disappointing. Just because there was some there was some good play-in. Uh, matchups oh i know would would we be able to just like announce okay, so it even yep, if it's I not in it. the bracket okay uh so daredevil is are you ready yes daredevil is the 16 seed and it would not let me get 68 it had to do 64 and so it daredevil defeated arrow in the play-in game <sighs> honestly I know Travis likes Arrow, oh. but I think that's a no-brainer. 
that Daredevil is so much better than Arrow. Arrow, if you've watched one episode, you've watched every episode. You know what, Bren? You sound a lot like every commentator who... Who has ever watched Arrow? No. (laughs) Picking March Madness, where it said, like, everyone picked the same one. And then there was Cats. And he... I forget the team they picked. uh, But he was the only one that picked them. It was a Big Ten team, wasn't it? Uh Uh-huh. Because he's a Big Ten. You are mainstream media right now, Bren. No, all I'm saying is that... Off to a hot start. Oliver does something reckless. Diggle says, don't do that. And then he does it anyways. And he gets in trouble. Felicity. Diggle helps him. And they're like, so mad. And then we're bros again. His name's Every episode. All right. Daredevil has one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen in, in television or movies. So Daredevil's a strong 16 seed. And unfortunately, Daredevil is going to come up against... Number one seed, I believe this was nominated by Travis, number one seed, How I Met Your Mother. Ooh. Could we have a Purdue situation brewing here, boys? I'm not going to get into too much because we got to keep moving, but How I Met Your Mother, number one seed in Trav probably won't Division. think so. Um, but yeah, I think maybe Daredevil- if Arrow made it through, but... <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> I think uh, Daredevil's going to have a lot of support in the Discord, um, but I think How I Met Your Mother is going to make a strong resurgence on Facebook. We'll probably have more diversified opinions from our followers and those that the polls will reach. I do think that's a strong game, uh, but How I Met Your Mother, maybe a weak one seed, but in that game, I think they get through. Certainly an intriguing matchup, though. Not one that I would just go ahead and pencil them in for a victory. I'd have to think about it. All right, moving on to the classic 8-9, one of the hardest games to pick. The 9 seed a show I've only seen a few episodes of, Attack on Titan. Uh, You guys are going to have to carry the discussion there as I've not really watched much of it. And it's coming along against uh, SNL. So kind of a different format of a show there. Yeah. Very different different shows. So uh, this is the eight seed SNL. This is a difficult matchup because a lot of times, one of the cool things about March is sometimes you'll get two teams that play a similar style of ball and you get to find out, okay, who does it better? Other times, you get two teams that do completely different things, and you get to find out, okay, which one does their specific thing better? Which one, you know, one team's the defensive team, one's the high-octane offensive team. Who's going to break? Attack on Titan, for sure, is a Purdue-esque style team with their seven-footers, their giants down low. With their 400-footers? <laughs> I don't know how tall the tallest Titans are. They're not that big, I don't think. And SNL, they're old-school basketball. They're playing man-to-man, maybe sprinkling in some zone. They're consistent. You know what you're getting from them, night in and night out. Uh, this is going to be an interesting matchup. Yeah, so for starters, Brandon, you need to watch Attack on Titan. Um, you would love it. Because you would love it. It is the darkest show I've ever seen. <laughs> um, so you would love that. It's not for the faint of heart. But if you've ever thought maybe I might enjoy anime, that's the one you should watch. But you do need to make it through the fir- more than the first couple episodes. It'll wrap you up in the first two episodes, though, because the shock and awe just I think you got to go three. Quick. Brandon watched two, and he didn't really know of anything too shocking. Just okay, yet. it happened in three. Does, I thought it happened is it a little. One of those shows where you can watch a few episodes and not much happens. Yes, particularly in different in different seasons. But you'll get into stuff pretty quick in season mm-hmm. one. You just have to make it a tiny bit farther than you did. 
So oh. Attack on Titan, that is that. I mean, it, it does have a slow pace sometimes, but it is jarring. <clears throat> so, yes, I specifically think they're the high-octane team in this matchup. SNL, you know what you're going to get. But at the same time, Iconic. You know, we've had SNL for how many years? It's got more staying power than Attack on Titan. More uh, brand awareness. People know what SNL is. I'm going to go ahead and say SNL probably wins that one, in my opinion, just on account of more people being familiar with it. I wouldn't say it. Ah, that's a tough matchup for me. I don't know what I'd personally pick. I think SNL gets the win, though. I do want to just give a quick shout out to uh, Cinderella. Uh, we were robbed of. Uh, we were going to fall in love with this this character. Laurel, Black Canary from Arrow. Mm. <laughs> You're still and hung we, up on we're, Arrow. We're robbed. <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> there we'll, are three we'll people out there right now just fist bumping like, yeah, Trav. She's the we best. We will talk more about Arrow. Uh, and yeah, Daredevil, possibly. There'll be plenty for you guys to vote on, but I can't wait to hear your thoughts on like the first four, mm-hmm. um, how those games ended up, and then also which first four out that you are particularly peeved about. But Brand, go ahead and bring us to our how next about, back up. If we get a first four matchup that you guys all we all universally hate, we will just swap it on the bracket. How about that? <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Uh, the next one, our classic upset pick. The 5 and 12, although this year I think only one 5 seed won, or maybe zero, I can't remember. Uh, but our 5 seed is Stranger Things, which mm. currently is probably one of the hottest shows out there. Strong uh, I think seed. it's made just incredibly well, mm-hmm. and just I honestly really enjoy that show. Coming up against a incredibly strong 12, one of the most classic TV shows, one of the most influential, Star Trek. Ooh, what a first round match! Things has to go against Star Trek. That's that's the beauty of March, baby. Yeah, that's kind of like a Virginia Wofford going on right there. You uh, get a Michigan State team that's poised to make a deep run a couple years back, and then they run into Duke. Like that just happens sometimes. Yeah, it's loaded. Boy, I feel guilty, but I think I gotta throw some weight behind Stranger Things. I think that's underseeded there at five. It uh, might be, and yeah. this this bracket, it's not perfect. It's perfect. It's, But it is. It is perfect. So if you disagree, <laughs> you're stupid, dumb person. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> but it's kind of one of those instances of, like, I look at the one through four seeds, and it's like, is it better than this show? I don't know. Maybe. Is it better than that show? Probably not. There are so many good. I mean, we're talking about the best shows of all time. So Stranger Things, very well made also carries a lot of recency bias because mm-hmm. that's what the kids are into these days. Um, they're not oh into Star Trek, necessarily. But Star Trek... Brandon just doesn't agree with you. No, I'm just looking <laughs> at the next matchup. I'm already about to pee my pants. <laughs> Star Trek, it's not even fair because there's so many different Star Treks. This is just the whole entity of Star Trek. Could be Star Trek Next Generation, Star Trek Beyond, uh, probably not Picard because Picard was kind of booty cheeks compared to some of the other star treks our parents loved that show they kind of did they fell off i was watching it with them that was back when i was still in three rivers and we were just like "Eh." um (laughs) but they're watching another star trek that um has got completely different characters and they still love it i don't even remember which one that is so there's a lot of weight behind star trek and there are trekkies everywhere there were three shows i remember our parents watching when we were growing up like in the first house we grew up in 
Monday Night Football is ingrained into my memory. Mm-hmm. Friends and Star Trek. Those are the three that are ingrained in my memory of like the parents actually caring about and shows I grew up kind of being around. So Star Trek is sneaky in this. Star Trek could have definitely been a better seed than 12. I think it's not going to score as high with the younger generation. But if we get uh, a good amount of participation from people of different age ranges, Star Trek really could upset some teams. Really could. Massive upset potential there. All right, next matchup. This is a battle between the heart and the brain. At 13, we have Pokemon. And at four, we have Community. Well, (laughs) Community for me. (laughs) You doing okay over there, Bran? No. (laughs) Community's a one seed. I mean, yeah. Coming up against my childhood. It's your childhood versus your college years. And present. I literally was watching Community last night falling asleep. Yeah, probably it's a wasn't perfect to go to sleep. <laughs> probably TV wasn't show. that long ago that I last watched Pokemon either. <laughs> it was it was more like just kind of almost laughing at it. But at the same time, it's the childhood. Hits you right in the childhood. At least for me though, Pokemon was more the the entity of Pokemon than it was the TV show. Like, I love the games of Pokemon. Um, even the cards, the the card game. There's people out there that for sure um, have a special place in their heart for the TV show. Um, but I think when people think Pokemon and how huge it is, they're not necessarily thinking the TV show. I think that's probably the reasoning behind the 13 seed. It could be higher. Community, that's one that could certainly be better seeded as well. That one, when you mentioned just like the perfectly written show, that's what I think of with Community. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just so genius. And yet it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like it is hilarious. Um yeah, so it's a difficult matchup. I think Community's got to get the win there, though. All right. Our next matchup, I might throw myself on the underdog here. We have a mysteriously three-seeded Lost versus <laughs> a 14-seed Workaholics. One, one of the funniest shows you'll you'll ever see. That's going to be an interesting battle. Because I, Lost ahead. has a huge following. To many people, that's their one seed, probably. Yeah. I, but Workaholics is, personally, one of my favorite funny shows. Like, you can turn on and it it's, hits. The, the comedy hits every time. I'm curious, Bran, uh, what do you think is mysterious about the seeding for Lost? Uh, I, I could flip these seeds and be perfectly content. <laughs> so this is where we run into a little bit of a snag where things get complicated because you have the criterion of the quality of the show or like personal preference but then you also have the criterion of how successful this show was how big it was um, ultimately the success of the show not just your personal response to it so I mean for me I wasn't a huge lost person I've only seen a handful of Workaholics episodes, but they're very funny. I probably prefer Workaholics, but Lost is one of the most well-known and longest-running, impactful TV shows of all time. Like Trav said, it'd be a one-seed for a lot of people. And so that's something that I think needs to be factored into account. It's tough to weigh that dynamic, um, but I'm going to be interested to see where the people decide with this one. I don't know that Workaholics has 
quite as big of a following, but definitely an entertaining show nonetheless. All right, that brings us to our 11-6 matchup. At the 11 seed, we have Psych. Uh, I've only seen a few episodes of Psych, so I don't have a lot of, to add there. It's one of my and favorites. At 6, we have The Walking Dead, which oh, is a great Psych. show that overstayed its welcome. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see which direction that one goes. I feel bad for Psych uh, because... Yeah, Walking Dead is money. I love Psycho. One of my all-time favorites. All right. The uh, the seven ten matchup, we have a classic, I Love Lucy, which Cody was just talking about <laughs> uh, the battle between, you know, big and successful TV shows. Well, it's going up against a 10 seed, which is probably completely unknown. Most people outside of maybe us three have not heard of this show. However, in my opinion, it is, it is perfect, and you can't tell me a single thing wrong with it, or else I'll fight you. The 10 Seed Video Game High School. If you mm. haven't seen it, do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube and just type that right in, and you can watch three seasons of, uh, of just a beautiful ode to your formative years. Uh, high school, first loves, and of course, the beauty of first-person shooters. <laughs> so uh, that's that's a great matchup. I love Lucy in video game high school. That's going to be a fun matchup. Where my weight will be behind, but I don't have high hopes. <laughs> to be fair, I to thought fair. video game high school was supposed to be an 11 seed. Um, but I mean, it's not a, not a huge jump from 11 to 10. But yeah, that is quite a contrast. Um, one of the top shows all time in its time, I Love Lucy, very vintage um, compared to first-person shooters where sports <laughs> are replaced by video games. Very different shows. Classic, like, start of the TV era sitcoms. Mm -hmm. you now the show is fully on YouTube. I mean, I, it was on Netflix for a bit, but, <laughs> yeah, very different uh, era. Totally different eras. That's a fun matchup. Yeah, one that will probably be very um, impacted by <laughs> the percentage of the generation's that participate in these <laughs> votes. We'll All see. right, that brings us to the final matchup of the East uh, region, the two fifteen matchup. Our fifteen seed, a classic. Uh, some would say children's show, but I think everyone could enjoy it. Phineas and Ferb. I, I just think the the comedy is just on point in that show. And then the two seed. I think this is going to be some people's one seed. New girl. And man, when you start looking at some of these seeds, I think, man, you could point to probably four or five that could be a one seed. This is a loaded region. So sorry, Phineas and Ferb, I, I think that you're a great show, but New Girl is a very strong contender to possibly come out of this bracket in the East. Uh, but that's our, our East bracket. Uh, when I went to college, a friend of mine downloaded two shows on my computer for me to have as a going away present one was invader zim and the other was phineas and ferb very you know very adult college shows to go away to college with um so yeah phineas and ferb has a special place in my heart uh invader zim also which i have a feeling we're not going to hear its name called today uh but just shout out to invader zim and Gur. great show uh let us know what you think about invader zim in the comments first four out first 18 out 
not even in the NIT. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, not for me. That should be here. But there, there are moments of my life that the indelible marks of Invader Zim still pop up. You know, when I see a mall Santa, I think of the <laughs> the Doom Santa song that is sung in Invader Zim. Or, you know, I, I see a Thanksgiving turkey. Instead of turkey, I see Gurr because he was the turkey the whole time. <laughs> so Invader Zim, uh, definitely underrated. Probably should have made a bracket. But you know what? It's That's them's the that's, breaks. That's so. March Madness for you. Should we go ahead and give um, our pick to win that region and maybe a Dark Horse? Yeah, uh, I think I, I'm not going to go too crazy here. I think New Girl's probably coming out of here. Um, we've talked a lot about New Girl. I think that the characters are some of the best in sitcoms, and it gets better with every rewatch. So that's I think I would go behind New Girl, and I think my dark horse is going to be... Oh. How... Now I'm looking at the bracket more. <laughs> I, I want to say community, but they're not a dark horse. They're a four seed. Uh, New Girl or community, I think, are coming out. Sorry, Travis. How I Met Your Mother is just not the same quality, in my opinion. My dark horse is going to be Stranger Things. It's okay. This uh, side of the bracket was stacked against me. I know you guys are How I Met Your Mother haters, and like the com- the committee was just like, you know what? We're not. So we're going to put in just heavy hitter after heavy hitter in this regional. So How I Met Your Mother, you got your work cut out for you. We'll see what the people say, uh, but you're, you're right. This is a tough bracket. Community uh, sleeper in there. This is going to be a fun to see how this bracket plays out. Yeah, I'm with you guys with those picks that you made so far. We also mentioned Daredevil potentially being the uh, the Florida Atlantic upsetting Purdue here. Um, I could see that happening for sure. And we also mentioned it earlier, Star Trek. Don't necessarily pencil in Stranger Things to take down Star Trek. Star Trek could make a run as well. But I think I got to go with New Girl. Um, pretty universally loved. It was in conversation to be a one seed. Inevitably lost out on that vote to a one seed that we will mention soon. But I think that's got a lot of power here. Um, very quality show. I'm anxiously going to be watching the Lost vs. Workaholics game as well. Uh, lost, I do think, is a much higher seed. But... Workaholics comes to play, and it got a pretty strong following. So depending on our voting demographic, Workaholics could be a sleeper in this. Are you guys ready to move on to the North Bracket? Let's do it. Let's do it. The North Region. Now, our 116 matchup, it's got some heavy Jones influence because I think the average person – might flip these rankings because coming in at number one, we have Arrested Development coming up against the 16 seed 30 Rock, which <laughs> I think a lot of people would put 30 Rock as a one seed and they're coming in at the 16. So that's a <laughs> battle. 30 Rock in the play in game defeated the Muppet Show. So uh, I, I know that there's probably some hurt feelings over that, but. Honestly, I think a lot of people would point to 30 Rock as one of the more iconic TV shows uh, of the you know, the recent past. So uh, that's a, a huge matchup. <laughs> Another 116 that I could definitely see going the underdog's way. Yeah, you can put that one on me. I don't know much about 30 Rock. 
<laughs> I've I've tried but, to get into it as well. I it's not a favorite of mine. So that you're right, Bran. <laughs> I think the Jones influence might have uh, swayed the committee a little bit on that pick. But nah, I don't think the people uh, voting are going to think that way as well. Here's but. the other thing, though. You mentioned the East region being unfairly stacked. You look at any of these regions, and they're they are stacked. stacked with good TV <laughs> shows. And so, you know, 30 Rock might be, you know, one of the top 60 best shows of all time. You know where that gets you? Double-digit seeded. Um, <laughs> so... You know, that doesn't mean it's not a good show. There's going to be some really good shows that you might think might deserve a lower seed. Uh, but, you know, that's just the way it works, baby. All right, the 8-9 matchup. We're looking at the 8 seed, Drake and Josh. Probably one of my favorite shows when I was a teenager. And then uh, the 9 seed is House. I learned how to flirt with girls from Drake and Josh. Uh, the way Josh went and just complimented them and walked away money move cody i suggest you try it all right L- let me Good get stuff. this straight you watched drake and josh and, and you got took- my picks from josh you took flirting <laughs> advice from josh <laughs> if you remember the episode they were having a competition to see who could get like uh, the most numbers from girls and josh josh pulled. won that competition well he beat the goat in getting be- girls who is drake to be fair uh the competition was over from the beginning because Drake fell in love. And yeah. he he just wanted it's to true. be with his sweetie. And uh, he didn't want to woo any other girls. So that's the competition that we were <laughs> deprived of, that we didn't get to see. Josh, like prime Josh, the top will ever see him versus just a casual Drake just pulling in chicks left and right. <laughs> Would have been a matchup for the ages. But instead, you get a lighthearted sitcom that really actually gets you in the feels. Starts pulling on the heartstrings a little bit. There's there's more to Drake and Josh than meets the eye. And it's just iconic in my mind. But House, pretty iconic in its own right. I get so many House clips on my TikTok. And I'm just like, huh, maybe I should watch House. (laughs) I I don't, but it makes (laughs) me think about it. So I think you know which way the Joneses are leaning, but... Would love to see where you guys are at with that. All right, the 512. The 12 seed, another classic children's show, The Magic School Bus. And uh, at five, we have Family Guy. I thought you said the five seed, another children's show at first. I was like, yep. Nope. Every child's first show, Family Guy. (laughs) What a matchup there. Couldn't be more similar. Uh, Fun matchup. Uh, I love both shows. My mom only approves of one of the shows. Family Guy. <clears throat> yeah, Family Guy. Magic <laughs> uh, School Bus. Uh, you know that 512 is on the border of almost not making it in. Uh, Magic School Bus, I'm so glad made the bracket because I have such a soft spot in my heart for Miss Frizzle. Uh, Cody had mentioned crossover episodes, I believe, on the last pod. Can you imagine... A Family Guy Magic School Bus crossover. How, no. how would how would Miss Frizzle handle Stewie in her classroom? I just I think that would make great television, and uh, I think he'd find ways to maybe make their field trips like in the human body or out in outer space. Like he would cause mayhem, but it would be entertaining. And Miss Frizzle obviously would just take that mayhem and turn it into a lesson, and I would love it. 
there's a South Park episode where it's called like Simpsons did it. Butters is trying to like think of new things and everything he thinks of his little uh, buddy goes, Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Uh, it's kind of the same thing with Family Guy. So I bet you I've watched a lot of it, but I can't remember that they've had a skit with Magic School Bus. I'm going to look it up as you continue. But just think <laughs> uh, if you think who who thinks they did a Magic School Bus skit. I'm going to say yes. I'll say no because I'm a contrarian. All right. You continue. I'm, I'm going to look this up. Ah, two on one. <laughs> All right. Our next matchup, the four versus 13, the four seed, you mentioned it, Simpsons, and the 13 seed, Blue Mountain State. Uh, we don't have a lot to say. I haven't really watched much of either of those shows. But, uh, yeah, we'll same. <laughs> this is a bad time for Trav to be uh, occupied with something else. We'll see what but, the people say no. on that. We'll we'll move past that one. Blue Mountain State? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yes. One of the funniest shows. Uh it's up there with workaholics, like that type of humor. Not for everyone, for sure. Thad, one of the funniest characters of all time. On the flip side, you got The Simpsons. And if you look up like most iconic shows, you know, it's it's been here. It pioneered like adult cartoons. Yeah, I just literally said the whole uh, South Park did a whole yeah. thing about We were Simpsons talking about other shows and you mentioned The Simpsons. <laughs> exactly. So I haven't watched much of it either, but everybody knows of The Simpsons. Uh, I don't think Family Guy did a Magic School Bus skit. Nah. I couldn't find one, so congrats. Imagine that. All right, next we have the 3 versus 14 seed. Our 3 seed is Survivor. I think I remember watching probably two episodes of Survivor once. And one guy that was a big jerk, and everyone thought he was really hot. Um, that's the moral no. of those. That's the moral of that entire show is that you can get away with anything if you're attractive. <laughs> He's a bad boy. I can change him. Brandon's uh, memory of survi- watching Survivor, he got a little bit confused. No, <laughs> I didn't understand. Oh, I remember as one hot guy. <laughs> No, like, oh, I better turn this off. Hot. Oh, everyone else. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. I don't want to be having these feelings. I was frustrated because I was Yeah, you were. That... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Brandon didn't like I... those feelings and decided, I'm not going to watch any more of this show. <laughs> that was when... Until later. The world made it clear to me that good guys don't... They don't finish first because this guy did really well in Survivor by being a backstabber and by going shirtless. So uh, <laughs> that's our – oh, I lost my spot there. Three seed. Uh, that's our three seed, Survivor, coming against the 14 seed, The Boys, a uh, show I have not watched. So you guys will have you to watch any of that. That's another one that I think you'd enjoy, Bran. Yeah. That Dark, is – Dark, superhero – uh, it's gritty. Some people think the superhero theme is a little played out. Not in this case. No. Uh, it's really gritty. Great story. Uh, good characters. It's it's good. That said, I've still only seen the first season. And that's not an indictment of the show. I'm just really bad at finishing TV shows. I try to watch less television. But then that leaves me you know, watching half of a lot of shows. But <laughs> when I think of the shows that I haven't finished, The Boys is one of those. It's like, oh, I can't wait to finish that one day. When I get around <laughs> to it. 
<laughs> when I get around to being productive with my TV shows, the which boys, is kind of counterintuitive. They but. even have an animated like spinoff, and people rank that as one of the best shows of the year. Hmm. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I haven't watched the animated spinoff thing. I don't totally understand what it is. I've just seen it on lists of good shows. Well, like I said, I haven't watched that one, but I, I have a feeling that that one could be an up, upset special there. Uh, our 6-11 matchup, our sixth seed, I think some people could put this a, as a personal one seed. Brooklyn 9-9 nine, nine, coming nine, up against nine. the 11 seed. 9-9? Nine, nine. Uh, 11 seed Westworld. Oh, oh, matchup of this regional so far to me. Wow, Westworld, great show, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine mm, is also a special place in my heart. I am really curious how the voting will go on this one. Brian, is Westworld one you haven't watched either? Correct. I, yeah, that's another one oh, maybe man. don't watch with uh, Mother. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be darker and a little bit more HBO-esque, um, but a really good show. And then Brooklyn Nine-Nine, just the perfect comedy as well. Like you said, a lot of people could say that's um, kind of criminal out of six. But there's a lot of really good comedies on this list. Actually, if you look at the bracket and you see the lower seeds are very heavily weighted with good comedies. So and ultimately, yeah, I think it's a really good matchup. In this world of chat GPT we're moving into, it might be a good time to rewatch Westworld. Mm. We might be moving into that AI oh. area. Uh, with our next matchup, we have the 710 and 7... Uh, prison prison break and the 10 is peaky blinders oh. <laughs> this back-to-back ones that are so hard for me peaky blinders i think is a top four show for me right now it like in my personal bracket it'd be a one seed i literally just told someone yesterday i wish i had more peaky blinders to watch it is so freaking good and then uh prison break I, it's so good, <laughs> man. I don't even know what I'd vote for this. He's being this torn one. apart. I haven't really watched either of these shows, so I'm curious to see what the people think on this one. But I know that they both have their followings, and it should be this one's going to be a good matchup. I am both <laughs> their followings. <laughs> <laughs> so our last matchup, the two fifteen. Uh, the two seed is the team I think I'm going to pick to come out of this region, Parks and Rec. Mm. And the 15 is a show that I would like to watch, but I haven't yet. I've heard great things. BoJack Horseman. Yeah, I've heard really great things about BoJack Horseman. Looks ultimately the most ridiculous thing you've seen um, when you just look at commercials or anything like that or pictures of it. But also it's got Will Arnett. As uh, the star, love me some Will Arnett. Um, Allison Breeze in there too. So good two top uh, VAs for that. And it's just what I've heard, just a brilliantly written comedy that also goes really deep and uh, just touches on great elements of the human experience. It can get really sad and dark as well, which I love those shows as well. But Parks and Rec, that is another one of those shows that was in contention for a one seed. A lot of people would put that as a one seed and as their just favorite show of all time, potentially. So that would be my pick to win the region as well. It's a tough matchup for BoJack Horseman. I don't see this one going any other way. What a I'm just spacing on his name. Who plays Job Bluth? Will yeah, Arnett. that's Will. Yeah, you said it. Will Arnett. 
This is like the Will Arnett bracket. He gets the one seed and the 16 seed. He just bookcases it perfectly. So he's sitting pretty in this bracket. Yeah, I think as far as dark horses, oh, man, there's a lot of them. I, I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine as a six could make a huge run. Nine-Nine? I also nine. could definitely see 30 Rock. I know you guys haven't seen that as much, but I could see that making a run if it's able to upset Arrested Development, which would break my heart, but I could definitely see the logic there. Uh, Peaky Blinders are... at a 10. Oh, yeah. Is, uh, that's a interesting one even if they get out of the first round but if they right. get out of that first round probably a tough matchup with parks yeah so or no with prison break uh getting out of the first round then they meet up with parks and rec <laughs> so i don't I, see him getting past parks and rec but yeah, i like the frying pan i like the boys yeah another instance of that the boys against survivor um survivor it may have a bigger fan base but for our particular following, I could see the boys upsetting Survivor there. But then they got to potentially take on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Or if it's not Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's Westworld, which is a similar mm. style show to the boys. Um, so Shout out superfan Jaren. He loves Westworld. It's a good one. It's a really good one. But I, this bracket just screams mayhem to me. I love it. Everyone needs a a region of madness or, or mayhem. So this North region might be that our South region, who in my opinion is that the number one overall seed, the office. Oh, you know what? The 16 seed is actually confusing me because <laughs> I just said that they lost their play in game, but they are showing up for some reason. I have the Muppet Show as a 16 seed. I'm not sure why. Let them in. <laughs> it's the Muppet Show. But uh, they they kicked someone else out. So I'm sorry whoever didn't make it. Uh, but we'll take it. So uh, The Office and 16 seed, the Muppet Show. I don't think there's too much to say there other than, in my opinion, one of the greatest uh, television shows of all time. Muppet Show, and then there's the office. and then the office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so I, yeah, go ahead. I'm just moving on because I think that one's uh, gonna have a pretty yeah. strong following, no matter where we're at: Discord, Facebook, Twitter. Yep the the eight nine matchup. Uh, we'll, we'll see where this one goes. The eight is the Big Bang Theory. I think mm-hmm. uh, if you have some Big parents, probably there. they might love that one. I think there's a lot of dads that probably like that. And the nine modern family. So you're oh. really curious to see how that one shakes out. Similar followings for that yep. one. I feel like people are probably going to be torn in their voting for that one. I love when that happens. Mm-hmm. The the five twelve. This this one. Oh boy, two animated TV shows battling it out. The five. Rick and Morty taking on the twelve. My favorite TV show as a kid, Recess. <laughs> oh, man. It That's is brutal. brutal. In honor of Recess, get the hat backward for TJ. He was one of my favorite characters. Uh, Code, you can be Spinelli. Sick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Recess, uh, like, like 
Brandon, you and I probably spent hours watching Recess on Saturday mornings. And heck, I woke up at like 6 a.m. before school as a child just to catch Recess on TV. Yeah. They had cartoons on. I don't know, remember why, but like super early, 6, 6 to 7 a.m. And I loved it. But Rick and Morty. Yeah, I kind of missed the bus <laughs> on that one. Um, that was a little bit before me. For me, this is an easy win for Rick and Morty. Wow. Rick and Morty is another Such one a of those. kid. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> what an Ashley. <laughs> oh, actually, I have a vague, vague recollection of what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, the diggers and like the swingers, um, yeah. King Bob, King Bob. Uh, but <laughs> the like I've, gardeners. <laughs> I've seen Rick and Morty pull people into watching cartoons that never thought they would ever like watch cartoons as an adult, and they're like, "Oh, actually, this is hilarious." Um, and as I've made very clear, I like darker, grittier, and comedies, and this is all of that. That said, I haven't watched Rick much Rick and Morty since season three. Season three was prime Rick and Morty. Um, Rick and Morty's had uh, a turbulent last few years. And so I think it has kind of fallen off a little bit. It could have been higher than a five C, but five might even be pretty good compared to what it maybe should be in light of those activities um, or events that happened. Suffice to say, like texting teenage girls, that'll do it. Um, That, that doesn't like, that's awful. He was not really involved much with the show um since like a lot of this stuff has been happening and i I do think that the show kind of fell off a little bit as a result because he is a brilliant writer just makes some very questionable choices um so yeah show is maybe not in great standing at the moment but you look through those first few seasons and it's just fantastic which one did that sketchy stuff again uh justin roiland right yeah, okay. I was making sure it wasn't Dan. It's not Dan Harmon. Because Dan Harmon was also the writer-creator of Community. Dan oh. Harmon is, like, I, I think Rick, or um, he's the voice of Rick, not Dan Harmon, but Justin Roiland, this is going too far into our analysis of this. <laughs> I really like Rick and Morty, but he was more just the spontaneous, just like, what the heck did you just say? Part of the comedy. Dan mm-hmm. Harmon is the the genius behind what makes the writing work. Um, he is a, a writing mastermind. He's the reason that the story has coherence and is really resonant, actually, in the end. Fun trivia tidbit for you. In Community, in one of the episodes, I don't remember which episode, but they have this animated character that just joins the group really quickly. Yeah, and, little ice guy. And its voice is Rick uh, Morty's. And it's just really funny to see that it's like the beginning of Morty. Right. All those years back in Community. Uh, just shout out to the coolest um, television character of all time, Vince from Recess. Uh, I just want to let you know, Vince, I'm trying to be like you. So uh, that brings us I, to just a sec. <laughs> you were you were motivated by Vince. I've always been motivated by TJ, probably because his name TJ. And then I I'm probably more ended up like Mikey. <laughs> So bad for those who do not understand that joke. <laughs> oh, and for those who didn't make it this far in the pod, uh, that is yeah, seriously. the funniest thing I've heard in probably months. <laughs> oh no, he's a killer goalie though. You're you're a king, Bob, to me, Trav. <laughs> no thanks. All right, Ooh. gotta get back on those TJ vibes. 
honestly, if if you're uh, you didn't turn out like TJ, I I probably turn out more like that teacher. Um, <laughs> I can't remember her name, but she was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember it either. Oh. I just remember uh, that song she used to sing. The men from over there, there, there. She, there's the men. Anyways, that's that's. We gotta uh, keep things moving. No, this is so worth it. This podcast, but uh, I gotta find my matchups wow. here. Uh, here we go. The four thirteen, and the four. I'm sad to say is a show I haven't watched. I've heard it's like one of the best of all time. Sopranos. Taking on another childhood favorite, the 13 seed, Hey Arnold. Oh, very different shows. <laughs> Do you think they've ever been matched up against each other in any type of bracket ever? Never. Yeah, I don't think so. We're breaking on the, the forefront. Of, yeah, we're groundbreaking innovators here. Exactly. Uh, we'll let the people decide that one, but... Yeah, I'm a little embarrassed because, like, Sopranos <laughs> probably should be even a higher seed, but yep. I don't know if any of us have actually watched it. I watched so – I tried to get into it last year. It's just long, so I haven't finished it, but it was enjoyable. Brings us to our 3-14 seed matchup. The 3 seed, one of the more iconic ones Travis mentioned earlier, Friends. And the 14, CSI. Hmm. This one is a little interesting because Friends, um, I just want to say that there's a lot of Friends stands out there. People that would put Friends over The Office. And I think, crazy. you know, to all you people out there, Perfect. I respect your dedication. Um, you're morons, though. <laughs> you're wrong. Um, so I think people could see Friends being a seeded even better than a three seed. Um but I mean, that's where they they fell. They're not better than The Office. Um, well, who are they matched up against, Brand? CSI. Yes, and CSI is one that's had so many different iterations. Um, it's got its fans out there. I can't even attempt to try and think of all the different iterations. Um, but it's just been on TV for so long. It apparently has a lot of staying power, even though that's just not my sort of thing. Curious to see if it's other people's sort of things, but maybe we'll never even be able to find out because Friends is really up yeah. there. I think Friends could make a deep run in this tournament. I think you could probably write Friends on the next line with, with Penn. Uh, I'm just guessing there, but have you guys watched through Friends? No, it's one of those episodes that like I'll just watch an episode. Okay. It doesn't really matter where it's at. Um, I've watched so tra- most of it just at different times. Travis is nodding his head that he has. So was Ross in the the right? Were they on a break? On a break? He could, could he he do what he did? They were totally on a break. Uh, he acted cavalier, and I can see why Rachel was mad. However, they were on a break, and Rachel messed up hardcore, and that drove him away. I hate being on Team Ross because he's a little Ross turd. sucks, but. <laughs> In the words of Ross, they were on a break. Oh, Rachel. (laughs) Yeah, and if you have turd, but you have Jennifer Aniston breaking your heart like that, yeah, you're gonna go do something stupid. That's a your life changing event for you, especially if you're a turd like Ross. (laughs) (laughs) All right, just wanted to to get that out there. Uh, Our six eleven matchup. 
at six, we have, I think, Cody and I is probably one of our favorites. Cobra Kai coming against the 11 seed Friday Night Lights. Cobra Kai is one of those for me that like could have been a one seed. I like it that much. But I know not everybody is in that same uh, plane of thinking. Friday Night Lights is one I really don't have much exposure to. Um, but that one I know has a pretty big following as well. So it's interesting. I'm curious where people are going to be at with this one. All right. So our 7-10 matchup. Seven's a generous rank in my opinion. Impractical Jokers takes the seven seed. Uh, Funny, but painful, painful show. (laughs) Have to be in the right mood to watch that one in my opinion. And uh, the 10 seed is Black Mirror, a show that I have not watched. I'm curious, Brent. Would you rather pick impractical jokers or nathan for you <laughs> uh nathan for you i would pick nathan for you as well okay um i probably would too uh the only thing is that i know nathan for you does not have the same size following um so it's tough it's going back to that how much you really like the show and how well the show was able to succeed People don't really know of Nathan for you. Then you show it to them, and they're like, oh, this is awesome. And then they're like, oh, on second thought, this is way too painful for me to watch. <laughs> um, and I kind of feel that way about Impractical Jokers, but it has the following. Like, it, it succeeded in its mission. They made a movie. And now it's really hard wow. for them to even do what they do, because how do you not recognize the Impractical Jokers? Like, where have you been if you're still getting pranked by them? Yeah. So I think that has a lot of uh, really dedicated followers. I think that one's got to get the win here. It's impressive. I mean, anytime you turn on TBS, it will be on. So, uh, pretty... Practical Jokers, ridiculousness. On TV, (laughs) 24-7. Brand Black Mirror is like... It shines a light on all the things wrong with society. It's kind of like the Twilight Zone, but darker. It's very dark. Mm. Um, Like, a lot... Most all (laughs) the episodes are very upsetting. They don't Very. like they don't leave you feeling good about anything. You're looking into a black mirror. <laughs> exactly. So if you're feeling happy and you're just like, oh, I was go watch some TV, relax. Don't watch Black Mirror. Mirror, mirror on the wall, show me something upsetting. Turn on Black Mirror. And- <laughs> if if you're feeling upset and you want to just like watch something that matches that mood, don't watch Black Mirror. Because that will take you into an even darker place. If you just want to have like- to be in a rare state of mind to actually be like, yeah, I can think about this and uh, reflect on it in a healthy way. Yeah, it really is a healthy like exercise probably to watch it because it does paint society and the things we do into a more like clear light sometimes. Does so it offer any solutions or only mirror what the negatives are? I think it just mirrors it. Just it. kind of shows the <laughs> negative. Yeah. We should but, talk I about mean, that that's, sometime. That's step one, awareness. Yeah, yeah brings awareness. You're sick. There is no cure. All right. Moving on to like I our said, last matchup. Careful when you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's one of those? Sometimes. Yeah. Only sometimes, but episode one is. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. You guys are going to have me in trouble. There's All a right. scene. Wait, there's wait. a pig. So stop. Oh, no. Yeah. I won't say anything that what happens. You already did. I didn't. No one knows. Uh, what happens to the pig? Not going any further. Oh, I can't for the this episode. <laughs> oh, I'm so Subscribe disturbed already. 
or just watch Black Mirror, I guess. But like I said, be careful. All right. Uh, the last matchup of the – what was I, my region again? Of the South. Yeah. Uh, the the 215. The two seed is always sunny in Philadelphia. Strong two. Coming up against 15, Key and Peel. Fun 15. I don't I, think the following is quite there. Key and Peel is one of the best sketch shows, I think. Yeah. I, I just I love like different shorts that I'll see like on YouTube. I can't say that I ever just tuned into the Key and Peel show. Uh, but it's always in sunny. What are they at? 14 seasons, something like that. When you want to talk about staying power, every episode, in my opinion, is just as good as the last. That uh, that's got to get the win for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking ahead. Travis, I got some good news coming up for you in the next bracket. Uh, All right, but but in the in this last this South bracket, I'm I'm putting the office forward. I think that they're probably going to come out of there. Uh, if you want a dark horse, I'm going to say Cobra Kai. Yeah, hard to bet against the office. <clears throat> strong, strong number one seed. They're a number one seed for a reason, like our one of ones. So that's going to be tough. If we get some old heads in here and this vote, Sopranos could make a run. Uh, Impractical Jokers and Black Mirror, I think that game is meaningless in the grand scheme of this bracket. <laughs> yeah, all I think right. Always Sunny is a team that could win a whole region if they didn't oh, have to go against, if they didn't have to go against the Office. I think. You no, know, even office so, still... there's it's a different level of comedy where it could have a little bit more of a following. Uh, maybe you know, not as tame. Where uh, we'll just wrap up with our West region here. <laughs> Trav, our 16 seed. I don't know how this happened. I'm so confused. The 16 seed is Arrow. Hey! <laughs> I'm terrified that somewhere along the way, some some shows just must have got left off. So I'm sorry. Uh, right now, there's nothing like glaring. So probably like you know a 15 seed or something got dropped along the way. Uh, but we have a bracket, and we're not going to go back and fix it. So the 16 seed is Arrow. Uh, Trav, you can you can really pound the table here because the one seed is a show you have already crapped on, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Arrow. <laughs> Black Canary shooting arrow right through that water bending nerd. Um. First of all, yeah, he is a, technically he can water bend, but he would. Use the air, air to airbend the arrow back at the black canary. Your arrow, and then wouldn't arrow be would jump in the way of it, take it like a man. And he'd have booby traps set because he's pretty much Batman. So if if you had to vote on this today, who would fight? Who would win in a fight? Batman or Arrow or or Ang? Ang. Ang would murder. Arrow. Who would win in a fight? He, he's Batman or Ang? God. Um. So Superman, but Batman. Fought him and did pretty dang good. Batman versus Aang is intriguing because Aang Batman is, is Arrow. Aang <laughs> no Arrow is don't, not don't Batman. Them. Arrow oh, look. is no. They are so similar. Batman billionaire is... playboy hidden Arrow identity doesn't have got trained the, on the an brains, island. The intellect that Batman Batman's has. the smartest hero to ever hero. Okay, that's and fair. that's going to be Aang's foil because Aang is silly and goofy. And doesn't always make the best decisions. And so Batman could catch him sleeping. 
but Aang is infinitely more powerful. And who knows, whatever Batman does might just trigger Aang's avatar state. And at that point, <laughs> it's over. Batman's washed. There's who, nothing he's doing. Who would win in a fight, uh, Aang or Superman? Superman. Superman. That's why Superman sucks as a character. You can't beat Superman unless, oh, we have this magic green space pebble or milk, apparently, now. Because they <laughs> realize that he needs more weaknesses. Um, Does Superman really have a milk? Allergy? Maybe maybe that's not real. I thought I heard that it was. Um, I don't pay I much. Feel better. I hope it's so. not real now. <laughs> I I uh, I think he's lactose intolerant, but um, I don't pay much attention to Superman stuff. That said, I've been told that they've done some Superman comics really well. I'm gonna be texting my Superman contact right now to ask if uh, Superman is lactose intolerant. Yeah, let me know. That could just be total smoke. Um, I thought that I had heard that. But yeah, right. nothing like nothing beats Superman. That's why he sucks. Uh, moving on to our eight nine, the eight seed Seinfeld, and the nine Game of Thrones. Oh, Ooh. Game of Thrones getting a nine and Seinfeld getting an eight. There's gonna be people upset right. about both, both of, of those. those. Uh, Game of Thrones is probably the worst seeded seed that people think should be a one seed. Well, learn how to write a full TV show. <laughs> and then, uh, then you'll get a better seed. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Wow. Good, good matchup there. Seinfeld's Seinfeld. one that's like iconic, and people love Seinfeld. I'm gonna be maybe a bit contrarian. I've watched some episodes. I don't think it's that funny. Not compared to other sitcoms that are it's out not there. Not that funny. I don't know. Jerry like is fine, but like Kramer, Kramer's weird fine i don't i don't think it's amazing that's a scary nine seed in game of thrones i think game of thrones gets by the in this one uh and they could do some damage yeah they can skate past a lot of teams just on production value alone that's the thing um that's on another level compared to the rest of this field that'll be an interesting game that's game of thrones potentially versus uh waterbender avatar uh, that could you. be an upset too. Um, Game of Thrones. I could see them making it to the Sweet Sixteen, that which is tough because Avatar is my one seed. That was my chosen one seed. Um, but I'm a realist as well. I know that their run might get cut short there. We'll have to do. It could some, be a lot uh, of fun to watch. Guerrilla marketing there, where we just pump. <laughs> we can't do pump that. it out. <laughs> yes, we can. It's got to be pure. In the Discord, we will convince people. This is the the power of the people's are, voice. Are we just going to gaslight anybody that... Yes. We, uh, Brandon's going to start timing out people who disagree <laughs> with his picks. Yeah, we might need to have another discussion about that at a different time anyways. But... Brandon, why All is right. everyone timed out? Because they're idiots. Uh, <laughs> well, I asked him that one time, and Brandon said, any power I am given will be wielded absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, we might be in trouble. <laughs> No one's safe in the Discord. If you're not over in the Discord yet, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Lots of heckin' good times in the Discord, heckin especially when times. we got sport events going on, and you're going to have the opportunity to get in on all this good conversation once we post this pod. And so you don't want to miss out on that. The 512, uh, I have not watched the 5, but I've been told or I have, I've heard that this is, in some opinions, one of the greatest TV shows of all time. The Wire... And then 12 is, I think, Jerry's pick for number one, 
Star Wars, the Clone Wars series. It's another show that I've seen, you know, a little bit of, but not, not much. Yeah, this is like The Wire, like you said. Some people say best show of all time. Um, I haven't seen it personally because I need to watch more shows, but it's on my list. Star Wars The Clone Wars, I think I have a bad taste in my mouth because Jaren said that Avatar walked so Clone Wars could run, which I think is the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I've heard a lot of stupid stuff being a, uh, a podcast co-host and hearing just different stuff from people on Twitter or just some of the different stupid stuff that we will all say. That might take the cake is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, Avatar is amazing in its own right. And every bit of it is super good. If you want to watch Clone Wars and watch Anakin and Ahsoka try and rescue baby Jabba, who's Jabba the Hutt's like, nephew, and just has just zero value to the rest of the plot, you're going to struggle through the first early seasons of Clone Wars. And then it picks up at the end and gets really good. Um, There's 133 episodes as well. It's a lot. Whoa. It is a lot. Um, that's not to say that there's not some really good stuff in there. I love Star Wars. I once sat through all of Digimon too. Like I binged Digimon over a course of a few weeks, so I can't complain. Digimon is a stupid amount. It's like 50 episodes a season. <laughs> so what do you give the at the edge to in that matchup, Trev? Uh, who's Wire? Is uh, the five seed the wire? I do. I give the edge to the wire, and that's a show I've not watched. That tells you <laughs> my opinion on Clone Wars. Uh, I think the bar is that low for Star Wars non movies. Uh, sorry, Jaren. I respect your opinion a lot, but I don't agree. Um, I hope you call in and tell us why Clone Wars is so good. Well, this give is... a spiel of why you think they should get past this matchup. This is also coming from the guy who says Baja Blast is a garbage tier Mountain Dew. So uh, we we do love Jaren, but that's not to say that he's incapable of having horrible takes. Um, and I think <laughs> we're, we're going a bit too far. Uh, I do well, enjoy Clone Wars. I know we're not done with the bracket, but blasphemous. Since, since we're talking about Jaren, what you got? Alien Parents! <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it. <laughs> but Jaron yelled, Fairy Odd Parents called us from last week. So he is the winner of our Jonesing for Sports t shirt. Congratulations, Jaron. Thank you for calling in. That made my day when I heard that. I don't know if you could hear it on this, uh, but fantastic call, Jaron. And he was still getting back from vacation, too. So that's, <laughs> a, that's a dedicated fan and supporter. Um, we weren't sure if we were going to get that call. So you stick into the end and uh, hear in that little prize giveaway. Yeah, that, that made our day. Take some guts, too, to call in and just scream, Fairy Godparents! <laughs> so, <laughs> I loved it. All right, All right what so we got our, next? Our 413 matchup. The four seed is Grey's Anatomy. I, I don't have uh, any thoughts because I haven't watched that one. The 13 is one of my favorites. Chuck. I'm so glad Chuck made the bracket. It's one of my favorites as well. Uh, and Grey's Anatomy has a anti-place in my heart. I just don't like it, but that's me. I'm biased. I know it's an all-time favorite of many people. I think this is a for sure upset, though, based on who is going to fill this out. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know very many Grey's Anatomy fans who are also sports fans. Hopefully, we can get this out there on the different socials, uh, get our guys and gals retweeting this. 
and get it out there so we can get a pretty balanced perspective. Because mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy is huge. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's hugely disappointing. I don't want to watch that crap. But I, I've seen people just allow it such a huge place in their evenings after work. Uh, just time and time again watching Grey's Anatomy. Seen that in our mom's life. She loves Grey's Anatomy. Our mom loves it. Cries every time. My girlfriend loves it. And then she'll FaceTime me just like crying. I'm like, what's wrong? Watching Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, well, then stop. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you put yourself through this? She's like, but it's so beautiful. <laughs> like, that is, that's nice that you're, can, you're in touch with that emotion and you enjoy that. I can't, I don't enjoy the sad, like constant sadness, like from a Grey's Anatomy show though. I think there's a fine line. I used to not understand it in the slightest. I was like, yeah, if you're crying, stop watching it. Um, now I can see the beauty in a really good TV show that, um, you know, can get a bit sad at times and make you feel. I can see the beauty of that. I don't see the beauty in shows or movies that are just full sad 24-7. And the point is just to make you depressed, basically. <laughs> at least that's the vibe I get from it. I don't understand that. That's kind of how I feel about Grey's Anatomy. Um, but regardless, a lot of people really like that show. Our next matchup, two of Travis' favorites. We're looking this at is kind of cruel. Seed, this is South cruel. Park coming up against the four seed, 14 seed, Dragon Ball Z. This is the Travis matchup. Thanks a lot, committee. Uh, I would have liked to have seen... Honestly, I don't know how this is going to go. Uh... South Park has a strong following, but within like the Jones for Sports Discord and like Michigan fans, state of Michigan fans, I don't know a lot of other people who are like strong South Park fans. Uh, on the flip side, well, not that. <laughs> I don't know anybody who's Dragon Ball fans outside of you. <laughs> but on the flip side, South Park also pushes a lot of buttons. And if we reach the right de- demographics, they might just vote against South Park just because they don't like South Park. This is South Park who pokes everything, and then an Asian anime. <laughs> Perfect. South Park's made fun of them plenty of times, so fun matchup. I'm sad for whoever loses. Yeah, that is kind of cruel. Got a very opposite type of matchup here. Our our sixth, match, our sixth seed is The Mandalorian, a newer Disney Plus show. And then our 11th seed is Jeopardy, the long-running trivia. <laughs> yeah. That's fun that Jeopardy made the list. <laughs> I like that a lot. I Is it the greatest TV game show? Yes. I, I think it has to be. I think it has to be as well. Mm. Impressive. People so. grew up on Jeopardy. On the flip side, there are people that are just fully out on Star Wars. Even the TV shows that they're pumping out. Mandalorian being one of the more notable um, and more successful of those TV shows. Not all of them are great, but Mandalorian has had some really good success too. And so, yeah, couldn't be more different, Um, but I'm glad both of them made the cut for this tournament. I don't know that I see either of them making a run. I I think I see both of these being shows that uh, just kind of don't really matter in the grand scheme of things, but I think it's an intriguing matchup at least. And that brings us to our 7-10 matchup. The 7, Smallville. Mm. And the 10, That 70s Show. Somebody save me. In college, that's the theme song for Smallville, if you didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
we would watch Smallville. That was like my hall's show, my freshman year of college. We'd all jam pack into one dorm room, turn on Smallville, and then it's a group of like 10 guys screaming that song. Uh, I'm really fond memories in my mind. I have a whole set of Smallville too. So if any of you guys want to watch it, got it. The yeah. good thing about Smallville is Cody had talked about how Superman kind of sucks as a character. This is where you get to see him like not be at full strength and he kind of come into his own where like most of the time he's not even flying. Uh, and it's a little nice to see him more, more hu- the human side of, of Superman. So yeah, that it's tough to make a good show out of such a crappy character, but they made a good character out of Superman in Smallville. You got to have an arc. I don't care how powerful you are. You can't just be perfect in like every way. Um, so yeah, I, I, I wonder if Smallville has a little bit of a Jones bias for the seating. Um, I'm not positive how far that reaches. Smallville still has a podcast that they do with the cat. Some of the cast uh, talks within it and talks about the episodes and whatnot. Um, this is a good time to shout out my Superman contact who I texted earlier. He just responded as well. He's the one who gave me the Smallville set. Um, I texted him. Is Superman lactose intolerant now? And he just wrote dot 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 question mark. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is a man who has a Superman tattoo on his forearm. He knows Superman. He met his wife at uh, Superman land. I don't remember exactly the context, but if you got a Superman question, come to this man. Well, uh, now I just need to know where I heard. And that. I don't think Superman's <laughs> lactose intolerant <laughs> after that info. So Smallville, uh, back- great show. Back on a Smallville, who was Superman's girlfriend? It was uh, it was Lana, Lana? wasn't it? Uh, <coughs> he had a few different girlfriends during the show. Whoever, I think there's like a main girlfriend. It made me their chemistry made me wish that Superman would never get with Lois Lane. And coming from a, a comics purist. That's powerful stuff. So so that was another thing when we watched the show. We're all like freshmen, sophomores in college. Uh, we each we had like teams of who we liked <laughs> most for the girls on the show. I was team Lois. Lois, oh, if you weren't team Lois on the show, you're a fool. Uh, mm. Lana, there was a lot of Lana fans, but Chloe, uh, I think might be who you were thinking of, but maybe not. Um Chloe had a lot of fans as well. So, so yeah, yeah. I was All team, right. I was team Lois, though. Of course you were. The yeah, last. Of course I was. Match- it's the right answer. No. <laughs> All right. The last matchup is our two fifteen. The two seed Breaking Bad, and the fifteen, <laughs> even Stevens. <laughs> what a matchup! Walter White takes on Beans. Uh, there are there are some matchups where I feel bad because you think, oh man, that team could have made a really great run, or like these teams are both just fantastic, and you know it's just a shame to see them go against each other. It's gonna be a really close matchup. This one I feel bad because I don't think the two teams should be allowed on the same floor together, and it's gonna be brutal. Uh, Breaking Bad is uh, going to get swept. It's a potential one seed for a lot of people. 
And even Stevens definitely has a cult following. Uh, nice little spot in the childhood memories of a lot of people, Travis included. But what a brutal draw. I, I think that one's going to be messy. One of my first uh, childhood crushes was not Beans. It was Ren. Uh, uh, it wasn't Beans, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was he not Beans. Me Just, yeah, if, if you thought that's where I was going, that's not where I was going. Um, Breaking Bad, all, some say, is the best show ever. And it's going against even Stevens, <laughs> which is hilarious. But I love it. I'm here for it. I'm excited to see it. I know even Stevens is going to get some votes here. Uh, people are going to vote for it. I might. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just to cause chaos it. and see what happens. That's one thing that I, I'm almost a little bit looking forward to is that when you, it's just mayhem. You can't, you don't know what to predict when people are voting. <laughs> it's not the same that like both teams are competing against each other. They have no say in it. It's just whatever people want to do. So if people want to will even Stevens ahead of Breaking Bad. They can do that if they want. Well, I, I never watched through Breaking Bad. I saw some of it, but I watched the majority of Even Stevens. And I still, to this day, remember when they found the golden sausage, like basically like beneath their home. And it basically turns into Tomb Raider or like uh, Indiana Jones with like the Holy Grail. It's one of the greatest episodes. I don't know if it holds up if I was to go back and watch it, but I, w- I remember just cackling, dying, laughing to that episode. Was it the Even Stevens movie where they like went to this island? and That was not that one, but that was also a great movie. I really enjoyed that. Is that it? Did we make it through the bracket? That's the bracket. Um, I want to let you know, Trav, I did check. It was It was Lana Lang who is the true love interest. I can't believe that you're Team Lois. Um, you can go back and rewatch and let me know if you change your mind. I don't. I can't. I was so strong, Team Lois. Like, I had debates and fights about this in college. <laughs> like, we would sit around after and yell at each other. Like, I can't believe you're Team Lana. And then there was Team Chloe. Like, one, Lois and Lana... And Chloe, like, Chloe's still great, but if you're clean Chloe, you're an idiot. <laughs> Lana, great choice. Good for you, Bran. Lois, Lois was, she was the winner. Can't, I'm just disappointed. So, All right, if you're hearing this, please <laughs> let us know, Team Lana or Team Lois, so we can settle this once and for all. Uh, Cody? Yep, call in and uh, yell. Well, not quite. Somebody save me. Not and so you will get fast. a free t-shirt. I really will give you a free t-shirt if you call in and do that. Real quick, though. Uh, who First guys... person to do it. Sorry. Wait, <laughs> can, can Jerry get a second shirt here, or do you want to try to cap it? It's It should be capped. Yeah, sorry, Jaren. <laughs> uh, real quick, though, before we close things out, who do you guys have winning that region, and who's your sleeper pick? Me personally, oh, right. I think that's got to go to Breaking Bad. I think uh, they they they're a Final Four team for me, and I think that we mentioned where are they at here? Game of Thrones at a nine. For some people, that's going to be criminal. Yeah. So I could see Game of Thrones making the Elite Eight for sure. 
that's going to be my sleeper from this region. I think the West is the underdog bracket because I will be pushing the even Stevens agenda as at the 15. <laughs> I, I really like Chuck as a 13 to make a run. And, uh, I, I, and I mean, Arrow being the Fairly Dickinson of the tournament, taking down Waterbender. I like calling Holy. it Waterbender just to kind of poke you guys a little <laughs> bit more too. <laughs> so to, were... to be fair, that was to the element fair. that he picked up the quickest after Air. But he's an Airbender. He's an Air part of the Northern Air Tribe. He's not a Waterbender, and he can bend all of them. You sophomoric baboon. Yeah, well, bend this arrow right to your spleen, Ang. No chance. Now we're tagged for violence, so this is going great. Cody was literally writhing in pain, and you put on just a random anime instead of putting on his favorite show, Avatar The Last Airbender, that you won't give a chance to. <laughs> you, give a chance to. <laughs> you barbaric, barbaric... <laughs> Baboon. Yeah. Give it a baboon. chance. I've watched so much of Avatar. I have how, given it. How much? I never finished it. Yeah. I probably watched 75% though. Yeah, you can't you have to finish it, Trav. How do you watch 75%? It's another one where it's long. It's not, and it's a commitment. Three seasons. 75%. And they're all like half an hour long. Marvel's Endgame. That I did what? <laughs> Could you imagine watching 75% of Endgame? No, because that was a masterpiece. <laughs> Actually, I, I have the perfect way to frame this. Trav, do you remember when we, you and I were watching Infinity War with your girlfriend Hannah, and uh, she hadn't seen Endgame? She hadn't seen actually a lot of Marvel movies, but we jumped right into Infinity War. Don't you dare compare me to that moment. And what it, what happened, uh, but Hannah seeing the end of the game, or end, not end game, um, end of Infinity War, and asking us a question like, oh, so where's Thanos? And we told her, well, you don't really know at this point, but he's on another planet. And what did she say? But, but you don't know that. <laughs> And we said, well, we, we do because we've actually seen the next movie. Um, and you can kind of see from these details in Infinity War, even if you wouldn't pick that up the first time, it was pretty civil. But then she said, oh, yeah, but like, you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and like, she stood her ground and she would not be swayed that like, we don't really know where Thanos is. Maybe he's on Earth. We don't know. But we do. Yeah, we do know we because literally... we've watched the rest of it. We've watched the ending. That has nothing to do with what I was saying. You're saying... I'm not telling you things that happened in that show that didn't. I have an opinion on the 75% that I watched. What is your opinion? Good show. Yeah, you you, you <laughs> haven't even given it a chance. You haven't... You gotta watch the end of it. I think you'll really like it. I it think is, I'd really like it, it too. It is so... But, like, it takes it to a new level because it brings everything, that closure. It comes to an ending. It's so beautiful. One of the only shows that's actually made me weep. I got my closure from Ong uh, in the movie theater. Punch him. <laughs> Do not bring up that abomination to me ever again. 
Careful, because you'll throw your back out. There, <laughs> get this podcast off. Because there I, is no Avatar: The Last up. Airbender. Movie. I want to clarify. There I'm poking is, the bear here. There is no <laughs> Avatar. You're grabbing movie. the bear by his genitals and twisting. <laughs> is what you're doing. You're lucky. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> that Cody is so crippled because you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I can tell because I know how annoyed Cody was from that moment we watched Endgame. And to compare what I'm doing now to that, that's yep. heavy code. <laughs> that's not just grabbing the bear and twisting by the genitals. That's taking my childhood and punching my childhood in the genitals. You predator. What did I do? what did I say? <laughs> and now we're flags. What did I say? What did I say, guys? I just said I like You compared arrows. it to the Airbender movie! Or no, you said that was your okay, closure. That. that was your on closure? <laughs> that's the worst. Uh, adaptation of all time, whether it be a book agree. adaptation that movie or a TV was show so adaptation. Bad. M Night Shyamalan, come on, buddy, what are you doing? Bad, so bad. How are we ending on this? I feel like yeah, we've rode so many highs ever since we started so low. You guys got butt hurt about. Thanks um. a lot, Trav. <laughs> so let us know your thoughts on all this. Twenty twenty three. Oh my gosh, I'm so mad now that Arrow even made the cut. <laughs> I am so pissed, and I, I will vote so hard for Avatar, even if they get upset in the next round. <laughs> That's all I need is to see Avatar beat oh, Arrow. Man. Let us know what shows didn't make the cut that you thought um, were absolutely robbed. There's probably a couple in there that <laughs> we thought were robbed, too, because somehow didn't make the cut um, when playing teams did. That's okay, but let us know. We want to hear your thoughts. And you'll have the opportunity to voice your thoughts through your votes. We'll be posting these to the Discord, also on Twitter and Facebook. So go out there, get the conversation started, start poking the bear even further. I can't wait to see how this turns out. We'll have more information posted for you guys once this pod is released. But once again, if you've made it this far, thank you. We appreciate you so much. We know this has been a little bit long-winded. That's because we're having a lot of fun. And we love doing this, and we love you guys doing this with us. So thank you, as always, for your participation. And we can't wait to see what that looks like in the coming weeks as this competition unfolds. So leave us your thoughts. Continue to leave us mailbag questions because we love those as well. And we can't wait to see you guys in the next one. So without further ado, this is the time where I bid you adieu. Thank you for participating in our Jonesing TV Madness selection show, and we will see you next time. Thanks, everybody, and remember that Ohio sucks.